Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about comparing the private sector job you're thinking about that pays a little bit more, pays maybe a lot more, comparing that to your federal employee job and looking at the pros and cons of what it would take from a private sector job to be better actually than all the perks and benefits you get as a federal employee. So we're going to dive into that today. Now, if you're new here, it is so good to have you. My name is Dallin Hawes. I'm a financial planner who helps federal employees retire and get the most out of their benefits every single day. And I absolutely love it. So here's the deal. As a federal employee, you have a number of great benefits. And there's perks that maybe aren't official benefits, whether a good work-life balance, whether lots of time off, whatever it may be. There's lots of different perks depending on your position and your location and lots of things, right, that I, that I certainly don't know. But there are a number of official retirement benefits. For example, we've got your pension, your health insurance, your TSP. We've got your life insurance, dental vision. There's a bunch of different things, okay? However, in my experience, these three are the three that are hardest to replicate in the private sector. And maybe not hardest, but most rare, okay? And let me talk you through why these three are the most rare and the things you probably want to be looking at the most, okay? The other things may be important as well, whether it's your life insurance, dental vision, whatever, but those are generally easier to replicate in a, with a private sector employer, okay? Let's talk about your pension. Number one, the vast majority of, of employers out there simply just don't have pensions. They're expensive to provide. Most just don't have them, okay? Um, so that's number one, right? Number one, they'd have to pay you more and additional for you to be able to save and to invest that money to provide the same income you would have just by working for the federal government and building a pension up over time. That's number one. Number two, your FEHB, which is your health insurance, okay? The reason this is so valuable is number one, the government pays a huge portion of the premiums, okay? While you're working, they pay about 70, 75% of the premiums and they pay that same percentage in retirement as well. Many private sector employers will pay a huge portion of your premiums while you're working, but not when you retire or won't let you keep your insurance in retirement or they'll let you, but you got to pay for the entire thing. You want to ask those questions on what's their health insurance like? Can, can you keep it into retirement? Even if you retire early, potentially, right? Keep that in mind as well. Because while the government pays a huge portion of these premiums, they also let you keep it into retirement before age 65. Okay, age 65 is an important date for private sector employees because most private sector people that work out there, they can't retire before 65 because 65 is when Medicare would start, right? And if they don't have health insurance, they can't really retire. So they have to wait till 65. Federal employees have FEHB and are able to keep that into retirement. And so they're able to retire early potentially because they have FEHB, they got their health insurance and the government continues to pay a good percentage of it even in retirement, okay? That's FEHB. Next is your TSP. Now here's the deal. The reason TSP is hard to replicate isn't because other, other employers don't have plans. They, they generally all have a 401k, 403b, some sort of TSP like plan. However, the questions you want to ask is what about the match? Does your employer have a match? The TSP has a 5% match, which is great. Some employers have more, some less. You want to ask that question on what is their match? How much of your contributions do they match and put in there for you as well? Number two, the TSP is exceptionally simple and high quality. 
The fees of the TSP are exceptionally low. There's a ton of perks that are built into the TSP that you may not even know you, you enjoy, but you do, you do. And many 401ks and 403bs are a lot more expensive. The fees are a lot higher. So keep that in mind. Not all of them, right? There's some really good ones out there. And I'm seeing more and more that the, the, the plans that are out there are getting better and better. But still, the TSP is really close to the top of the line when it comes to the fees, the high quality, and the simplicity on knowing just how, how to operate it, okay? So keep that in mind is the TSP... It's effective, it's simple, and it works well. Your FBHB, you can retire potentially before 65, depending on how many years of service you have, and the government continues to pay their portion of it, and your pension, most employers just don't have pensions. So those are the big three, but the real question is, how do we put these into dollars and cents? Is there any way to do that, to compare apples to apples? Let's say a private sector job is gonna pay you 50 grand a year more, is that worth it? Is that worth it? Let's try to put some dollars and cents to this. So. Let's start with your pension. What is a pension worth, okay? Let's say if you continued working your entire career with the federal government, your pension would be, let's say 30,000, okay? Let's say $30,000 a year is what your pension would be, okay? So the question is, how much money would you have to save, invest, and have ready to go in retirement to be able to, be able to have 30 grand a year of income for yourself. Let's say you could go take a private sector job, but they don't have a pension, but they pay you more, right? That's kind of the comparison. Well, how much more would they have to pay you to, to make up for a 30K pension you're not getting anymore, right? Well, the easy math to do this is basically using the 4% rule. The, uh, we're actually gonna divide. It's not multiply, divide, right? We're gonna divide by 4%. And what we get is 750,000. Okay, we get 750,000. Long story short, I'm not going to explain all this math. Long story short though is how much money would it take to to be able to create 30 grand worth of income for the, every year for the rest of your life and it's 750,000. You need 750 grand of investments at retirement to be able to provide to provide 30k a year of income for you. So over the time you work for this private sector employer, you're going to have to save and invest and have 750k additional, right, on top of what you would have done with the government to be able to replicate a 30k pension. So that's valuable. That's worth something, right? Maybe maybe they're paying you way more. It's still worth it to leave. I'm not sure, but that is worth something. So keep that in mind. Next, your FDHB. This one's harder to monetize or to put in dollars and cents because we don't know exactly what your private sector employer provides. Maybe they have great health insurance that they let you keep into retirement. And how do we monetize being able to retire earlier? Maybe before 65. It's hard to monetize those things, so I'm not going to, okay? You're gonna just wanna talk to whatever jobs you're looking at and what health insurance do they have? What portion of the premiums do they pay? Do they continue to let you keep it into retirement? And do they continue to pay their portion in retirement as well, okay? Those are the questions to ask. Next is the TSP. Again, it's hard to put dollars and cents to this. Now, the, the TSP match is an easy one to put dollars and cents is. If your salary is 100K, okay, then a 5% match is an additional $5,000 a year of income that they put into your TSP for you, okay? So if an employer doesn't have a match, well, that's again, it's an extra 5,000 a year that the government's actually paying you to work for them that isn't coming in your paychecks, but it's going into your TSP for retirement, 
Okay, so those are the big things to think about. Again, here's the deal. There's no perfect job out there. There's no perfect benefits out there. The federal government has pros, it has cons. And this is the phrase I say to myself all the time, is you can choose your regrets, okay? Choose your regrets. We can't do everything in life. Our time is limited, our energy is limited, your career is limited. You can't do every job, you can't do it all. You can't do 40 years with the government and, and do 40 years with the private sector. It's just, it, you can't do it all. You've got to pick what things you're going to regret. What things do you value? Whether do you value the pension? Do you value this? Do you value that? Do you value the perks you might get with the federal government? Do you value being on the private sector? It just depends what you value and what things you're willing to give up for things that are more important to you. You can't do everything. You've got to choose your regrets. You're going to have some, right? You just got to choose which ones they are and, and hopefully avoid the regrets that you're going to regret the most. Okay. So those are some things I think about if you are looking at a private sector job, hopefully that's helpful. But again, every position, even with the federal government is different and there's pros and cons everywhere. So I hope that gives you some context. Good luck. And I hope you that's helpful. Have a great rest of your day.